Hey, we're back. It's the RU Review. It's episode number eight, and uh, Matt Lachlan joins me again. And Matt, oh my, what a comeback. Saturday afternoon in the pouring rain. I mean, as improbable as you get, really. I mean, I, I heard a stat, 3% chance on ESPN. I, I believe I, I read it. 3% chance for Rutgers to win starting the fourth quarter. That's where it was at. I mean, that's how oh, improbable this was. I mean, it was. Yeah, they were dead. It was. It was just amazing. Now, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I left, and b- before I hear it from anybody, let me tell you something. You were I mean, in the ninety-seven percent. <laughs> they said, you know what, ninety-seven percent. They're going to lose this. I'm out of here. Listen, if it was, if the weather was kind of even somewhat agreeable. I you know I would have stayed, but it was absolutely downpouring. It was a drenching oh, yeah. downpour. Now it was okay in the first half. Actually, the first quarter was fine. It never it got started getting heavier and heavier in the second quarter, and by the two minute warning, it was coming down sideways. It was pouring, and all through all through halftime. Now I thought I was showing my fandom by staying there and and. Uh, Watching the second half, the beginning of the second half. And let me tell you, a ton of people left. I mean, the student section was was nearly empty at that point. A lot of people had already left. And I, you know, listen, the the, the first drive by Michigan State in the second half, they're up 17-6, right? That first drive, was it, not only did they score, it was like an eight-minute grinder, you know? So you're just, when they scored, it's like, this game is over. And so, uh, you know, Bob and I got up and, and, and walked out and then we got back to the, to the lot, the parking lot. And we hear this big roar underneath the tent. We're like, all right, something happened. Then we put on the radio and Chris Carlin's going nuts. And, and, uh, it was the first mishap by Michigan state. Now let's, you know, let's, let's be real here. This was a fantastic comeback. And, And one thing about Shiano's teams, Matt, they don't quit. You gotta give them that. The, the, his team doesn't quit. The chop thing works in that respect for sure. They, they're, they're, his teams don't quit, uh, and they and and it was a really an incredible comeback. But boy, did Michigan State implode! Uh, their punter had dropped the ball, and it, it wasn't a high snap. It wasn't anything. That thing was right in his face mask. No, <laughs> and the second punt too. Right, Seattle made him try the second time. Right when they took the penalty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing popped, went right through his, uh, right through his hands. So there's a big break there. Uh, they get the touchdown. Uh, Avery Young uh, dr- pounces on it. They get the touchdown there. And wow, then they was a three and out. It looked like even there's an opportunity for, I think it was Tareem Powell had an opportunity to intercept a ball and it went through his hands and the receiver caught it. But still they ended up, they ended up holding him there. And then I mean, I'll tell you, Gavin, Gavin Wimps had a nice drive where he uh, hit a couple uh, plays downfield and then he hit Isaiah Washington and threw a dime to Isaiah Washington in the corner of the end zone. Now, for me, that's where I, I, I beelined it to Hooters on 18 on the way home. And that's where, and it was great. Because, listen, I got to tell you, you know, I, you know, a Modelo and, uh, and a plate of wings uh, rather than being in the pouring rain, it was kind of nice. But, you know, I, I got to tell you, I kind of, you know, obviously wished I stayed and throughout the whole thing. But anyway, here I was at Hooters, and that was right when Isaiah Washington had, had gotten the touchdown there. Bob wanted to go home. I guess he, you know, he figured he'd listen to on the radio, and I think he actually wanted to watch the Penn State UMass game. Hello, 63 nothing there. No, uh, he's, he's a Penn State grad. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he's a big Nittany Lion guy. But listen, th- this game was over. Um, <laughs> totally. Give Rutgers full credit. 
they forced Michigan State to make mistakes. To me, the uh, the, the muff punt snap obviously was the biggest one because it gave Rutgers some life. But the pooch kick, the pooch kick was huge. The, yeah, and I guarantee, I guarantee, I didn't see a quote from <clears throat> from the Michigan State coaching staff or the player himself. I guarantee he didn't know that that's a, a, a free ball. I guarantee, because he did not approach it like it was. He approached it like a punt. He backed off. He saw it was going to bounce. He was a little afraid of getting railroaded. I don't blame him in a way. And he kind of, he just backed up. And I guarantee at that moment, he may be, I'm sure they've been told you've played football and you're playing in college. It's happened before a coach somewhere has told you that's a free ball. But in that moment he froze and he thought, Oh, this is like a punt. I'll back off. Uh, and, and it cost him. I yeah, would have called the timeout. If I'm Michigan state, I would have called the timeout right then. Cause you could see the game slipping away. They had no answer. Uh, they didn't call the timeout. It didn't help them. Rutgers was able to run out the clock. But surely the muff punt was the biggest play. I think so. I, I agree with you, Matt. That's that's where I was like, okay, this this is going to happen now. That's where you believe, well, this comeback is going to happen now. And, and you know, Tyrell Henry, I'm sure, who is back to receive it, I'm sure is catching a lot of heat. But, yeah, he I agree he was in a tough spot there. Because remember, Rashad— No, Ra- he's not in a tough spot. You're wrong. He didn't not fair catch it. He yeah. didn't know the rule. I guarantee at that moment he did not know the rule. He should have yeah. fair caught it or he should have just grabbed it. He had a chance, but he got caught in no man's land. Uh, I might muff it. I'll let it bounce. Well, no, that was the point, though. He had to he had, he had to move a, a quite a ways to get to the ball, and it's slippery. Rashad, Rashad Rochelle had, had uh, muffed the punt earlier, and I understand he didn't have the option. He had to get to that ball, and I agree. I think there's something to that, Matt, what you're saying, but still – he had to make quite a move on that, and he had probably had to, you know, at least to, you know, take a dive to get to that ball. I don't know if he could have got under it easily. I'm not sure about that, uh, or what. I don't know. I, I'd have to watch it again. But, um, but it was a hell of a play by Thomas Amakwa there. I mean, that was a quite an athletic play to get there, fa- and he got there in a hurry. So I think I think Henry realized, oh my God, I got to go get this ball, and it was too late. It was yeah, too late, it was. and it was a nice pooch kick as well. So um, a good job all around. And yes, you know, it was part. Yeah, it was his biggest win. Yeah. It was Shiano's biggest win by far. Yeah, by far. You and can then, see it in the emotion he showed crying as he left the sideline after the final seconds ticked off. Uh, he was crying and that's OK. There is crying in football. We know there's no crying in baseball. There is crying in football. And it was because of all the work that he and his staff and the players have put in over the years trying to drag Rutgers forward in the Big Ten. And there was a moment where all that hard work was on the precipice of not being thrown away because he's building something. It's cumulative. But for what he had hoped to do, they they, they couldn't beat Wisconsin. If they blow this, now you wonder whether they're going to make a bowl game. Now, barring the unforeseen, they'll be in. And I think that was the moment that he came running across uh, to midfield and he said, we're there. We're not going to beat Michigan yet. We're not beating Ohio State yet. We're not beating Penn State yet, but we are we've, there. We have taken the big league. We've we turned a corner here. Absolutely. And I agree. Absolutely. And I, and I love the, I love the emotion by Shiano too, man. I mean, you know, he, he works his butt off. You get that sense that he does, you know, to, to show that emotion, you know, listen, uh, I, it, it was hard earned and, and, and a break. 
you know, Rutgers got the break. We'll take that break all day. I mean, Rutgers getting a break is, you know, listen, there's been so many heartbreaking losses and, and to see, see one go the other way. Uh, you know, and, and listen, they did get some help, man. Great effort, but they, boy, they, they did get some help. And, uh, and, uh, it, it, uh, it was just, it's just an amazing, amazing, uh, uh, comeback and, and so improbable. I mean, like I just told you the, the, the percentages on it. It's just, just incredible. And let's, yes, keeps, uh, keeps it all alive. He eclipses his win total from last year, right? And now on the very, uh, very possible, uh, right on the doorstep of, uh, of, uh, bowl berth if they can, well, bowl eligible. If, um, if they can win this game next week, uh, uh, at Indiana, uh, they open up, uh, I think they open up a little higher. They're at five, they're, they're five point favorite, Matt, going to, uh, Bloomington here. They should be. Uh, Indiana, Indiana free falls. Indiana has uh, has has been struggling. Another a Big Ten team that, that that has been struggling. This is uh, this is just a great opportunity for Rutgers here. Uh, you can't count on anything. You know, what I mean, like you know, Indiana. Look, they I know it was the beginning of the season, but they did play Ohio State hard. Um, they, um, but no, they this is a they they deserve, as you said, to be the uh, favorite in this game. And you just hope you don't have a letdown here. Um, let's go back to the game on Saturday. And it was kind of a tale of two halves for uh, Gavin Wimsat, huh? I mean, and then also we can't forget with, with the comeback. We have to start actually with Kyle Manunga. He was incredible um, in that comeback. He ran it just, you know, when he gets the holes, man, listen, when he gets some space, uh, he can deliver. Uh, they've had some struggles at no, times run running. All, I would run him all yeah. game long. I wouldn't use anybody else. You know, you got to give him a breather a little bit. You know, he's short, but he's not small. He's a powerfully built man. And I would just run. Hey, Samuel Brown, the fourth. Thanks very much. The high ankle sprain is killing you. You're still not at a hundred percent. Right. Uh, thanks. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next year. And he's solid. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't fumble the ball. Uh, he holds nope. on to the ball. He, he's, he's an emotional yeah. leader. He's an emotional leader. Oh, he's a leader. Team. Yeah. No question. No question. A huge, huge part uh, of that comeback. We definitely have to mention that. But, you know, but Cab- Gavin Wimsett. I mean, the line was able to open up holes for him. Yeah. You know, we, you've been waiting for Rutgers to have an offensive line that can compete. And again, you know, they, they're not all, all Big Ten performers, but they are better than they've ever been. Yeah, and and Wimsat, listen, a couple a uh, couple completions downfield to Isaiah Washington to to Christian Dremel, who's turning into like I said that that possession receiver, that guy third and eight, and gets slipped the ball to him. You know, he's become very reliable. And then as Isaiah Washington again, that was a dime he threw to the corner of the end zone for the touchdown. Really beautiful pass there. So showed some. Yeah, he's t- still he's still a little too inconsistent for yeah. my liking. Oh no but. question. And you know he had he had a pick in the um in the first half where he just sailed the sailed the long ball. Safety's behind, safety's playing deep and just go you know playing center field and just goes and grabs it. So he you know sometimes he misses reads and then again the overthrowing the ball has been consistent. But in the second half he saw some better passes from him. And um, and certainly he was he was a part of that comeback as well. The whole team was, it was just it was just a great effort. But over to Indiana, you know, I mean they're struggling. I mean they got two freshman quarterbacks and they're going back and forth with them. I, I don't even think they announced a starter yet, or maybe they did. If they no, did, they haven't. Okay, 
Tavon Jackson and Brandon Soresby. So two freshmen, um, I think they're struggling in that position a little bit. And this is just how important. Think about how important the quarterback position is. I mean, they had Michael Penix Jr., man. I mean, remember, it feels like it was a long time ago. It was just a few seasons ago where he transferred to Washington. And look what he's doing in Washington. One of the best teams yeah. in the country. Now Bowl I'm saying, you need, you, I mean, uh, Eisen Trophy Kennedy. You do need players around you, yes. But, man, they were good. Indiana was good when when Penix was there. You know, they're struggling. And, um, you know, it's a it's They've a, changed offensive coordinators. They don't score a lot of points. Uh, you mentioned they had a couple of tight games earlier in the year. You know, yeah, they played Ohio State reasonably well. But that was so early. You don't know what Ohio State really, mm -hmm. uh, you know, was all about. But their only wins are against uh, Akron and Indiana State. Mm -hmm. you know, they played Louisville tight, but the last couple of weeks have been a disaster. They've been blowouts against Maryland and, and Michigan. So uh, I, I, Rutgers can't, no team can. Rutgers specifically cannot go in thinking that win number six is a lock. But if they put their head down and get to work, they will pick up that bowl eligibility victory, no question. Oh, no question. And listen, you know, Indiana's going to have a chip on their shoulder. They're not going to, you know, they're home. Uh, it's homecoming for them. I believe it's a homecoming game for them, I, I believe. Uh, I'll have to double yeah, check on that. But uh, And, um, yeah, it's a new, another noon kickoff, another early kickoff. This is a game that they believe that they can win, obviously. And and uh, and Rutgers has a huge opportunity here. They want to spoil it. But, um, wow, uh, it really just sets up nicely. I'm with Shiano now with the chop and the Indiana season. <laughs> just take it one at a time and see. Uh, see if they can get out of Bloomington with a with a win. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be see, see, keeping the development of um, of Wimsack going. Uh, I like to I like to see that we're starting to see some some receivers that are getting open. Um, I, I think that Isaiah, Isaiah Washington will, will will continue to emerge uh, again. Christian Dremel, you know, listen, if they can run the ball, they can open up some holes. And have any uh, momentum like they they did against Michigan State, boy, uh, that could uh, that could be a huge factor here. And we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see how 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 strong Indiana's lines are. You know, it's really that's what that'll come down to. And um, Wimsat's going to have to throw the ball. I'm sure uh, it's going to be a run first mentality with Chiano, and and they're going to stack that line and uh, and and put it in Wimsat's hand again. So. But I, I like what I saw again in the second half. Uh, he was much better than the first. Matt, I think you'll agree, and and uh, and I think that I think he's I think he's developing. Oh yeah, no question. I think it just he's been, you know, people have been praising him as you know, wow, look at what's happened here, and he is better than when he began his time at Rutgers, which is the case. It should be, but you know, he doesn't throw lasers all the time, and he is inaccurate. Uh, on occasion, but believe me, they're far better served by him at quarterback than Johnny Langan or any of the other guys they ran out there in the last three or four years. You know, he's by far the best option they have. They also have the the RPO there too. You know, a running quarterback. You know, having that dual threat is something that maybe we'll see even more of. Although, you know, you want to keep him healthy, too. He's not a, a slashing runner, really. He's fast, but uh, I, I don't, he doesn't seem to be elusive, and he's a big guy, you know? So it feels like he takes a good amount of the hit. And so 
You know, sometimes yeah, you have to keep defenses honest and allow him to run on occasion. But I think that's that's flirting with danger. I mean, Evan Simon and his cameos has shown himself to be okay as a backup, but he's not the guy I don't think that you want to have come in the rest of the way. So, uh, and there's no need to to have him run the ball. Uh, really, I mean, on, other than to keep the defense a little honest, yeah. teams can't stop Manungai. And as you said, he's developed a passing game with a few receivers that he can go to. So there's really no reason uh, to do that. Now, he may, as the year goes on, uh, you, you do have things that you add or you want to you know, surprise teams with it. It depends on the scheme of the defense that you're facing, et cetera. But I, I don't know if. Uh, I would want to see him running a whole heck of a yeah, lot. Yeah, it seems like his his runs, his successful runs are right up the middle when uh, when things break down and he can just take off and he does have some great speed. When he's going around the end there, uh, you don't see a, a lot of success there. Again, I think he's a really, really he's fast, but he, uh, he he's not... Uh, you know, and he's not really a looser runner so much. And, and so, I, you know, I think when he goes around and he, he tends to get hit. Uh, but um, and I just hold my breath. That's that's really what I'm coming down to. I just hold my breath a little bit uh, because, uh, he, you know, he's he, he is, you know, important to this uh, uh, this run they got going in five and oh at home, Matt, you know. So, um, you know, some 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 tough competition coming, but. Uh, and then circle that Maryland game at the uh, the end of the year too. That 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 should be. Uh, I thought you. I thought you were going to look at. I know. I, I, I know. Here it is. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> and I want to talk about staying staying tough with Ohio State and all that. But no, it's the Indiana season. It is the Indiana season, Matt. So. That's um, it. And wow, just an, just an incredible, um, just incredible comeback, and uh, an exciting uh, opportunity ahead in, in Bloomington, uh, even though it's on the road. That's that's the place you want to play on the road. You want a team that's struggling a bit in a place where I mean, listen, they're basketball school. I mean, I'm sure if if Indiana's good in football, pretty much like Rutgers too, if they're good at football, people will come out. But if they're having an off season, you know, it's just not people. You know, people. You know, their their fans won't come out. I mean, they'll they'll have a, a bit of a crowd there, but it, it's not it's not an intimidating place to play per se. Never been there, but I'm just just from the look of it, you know, and you this the sparse crowds. Um, you know, Maryland has that issue too when their teams aren't playing well. I mean, you go down to Bird Stadium. If there is it still Bird Stadium they're playing at, and 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 I've been there, but they're they're um you know, they don't they don't get big crowds when uh but if Maryland's winning, that's a different story. It's that kind of thing. So um so we'll see. It's a great opportunity for uh, for Rutgers coming up. You know, a possible bowl bid or or bowl. I'm sorry, I keep saying bowl bid. Bowl eligible uh, uh, if they get uh, that six win. So uh, new kickoff in Bloomington, and uh, that'll do it for this week. Thanks, Matt. Uh, check out our site, moresportsnow.com, and we're also on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and uh, check us out uh, uh, wherever you get your uh, your podcast. Uh, we're on a few other uh, uh, directories as well. And we're here weekly covering Rutgers football. We'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>